When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor behind the SteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast. It is Monday. Happy Labor Day. If I, I got to be honest, I feel like now we're getting to the point where the Ride or Die crew has grown enough that if you're someone that is in the continental United States, did not have to work on Labor Day, did not have school if you're younger, and you still turn, tuned into this podcast on Monday, you're not listening on Tuesday, you're listening on Monday on Labor Day, I feel like that's like elite status. The elite members of the Ride or Die crew. If you're someone that still listened on Monday and you didn't have to work now, if you're someone that still works and you're going through your normal routine, that's great. And I appreciate every single one of you. But if you're not and you're like, I, I just got to listen, I got to listen on Monday, I thank you very much. The elite members of the Ride or Die crew, you all are the best. Happy Labor Day. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, I hope you had a great weekend. And we're going to talk in the second half of this show about the calm before the storm that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. 2022 regular season that I still cannot believe is getting ready to kick off this upcoming Sunday when the Steelers go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. All right, as we always do, we're going to start off with the news. We're going to talk about the news, anything that happened over the weekend, which wasn't much. want to mention before I talk about the minutia of the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's a new podcast that we are debuting every Sunday morning. This is not a 30-minute show. It's not a 50-minute, 45-minute, an hour-long show. This is a very short 10-minute show. More often than not, it's going to be Dave Schofield that's handling this, and we're calling it Last Minute Thoughts. And what this is going to be is the day of the game, what should you know as Steeler fans? Essentially, let, let's get you caught up to speed on the day of the game. So what we're talking about here is injury report, players that are in, players that are out, weather conditions even, the spread, did it change, the over-under, all that stuff. It's going to be in one podcast. It's going to be a really good podcast for you to listen to on game day. It's not going to take you very long to listen to it. You can listen to it while you're in the shower, and you'll be done with it by the time you're done in that with your shower bathroom stuff. So give that a listen. We did We did debut that. Uh, Sunday, you can go back and listen to it, and Dave outlines everything that it's what it's going to look like and sound like. So make sure you check that out. Also, speaking of Dave Schofield, the one that takes, he's the one that kind of grabs the bull by the horns every year and does the Steelers Survivor Pool, the behind the steel curtain Steelers Survivor Pool. This is a Survivor League. We've been pumping this up on the website. What are we giving away if you win? Because it is completely free, by the way. It is completely free to join. If you win the Survivor League, you win a signed autographed Cameron Hayward football. And we've given away some really cool players. You know, we did Marquise Pouncey. We did Joe Hayden. Uh, we've done a lot of cool players. David DeCastro was another. This year, Cam Hayward. So if you want some new gear, some new autographs for your man cave, 
or she shed, whatever, uh, go and check out the website. You'll see the article. We've been pumping it up repeatedly so that it's always on the front page. Follow the instructions. Get yourself signed up. We've already filled up one league. We're already going through the second one. Make sure you get in. It's totally free, and you can win a Cam Hayward football. All right, next, let's talk about college football. Hey, everyone was talking about college football, the backyard brawl, which took place last Thursday. The Pitt Panthers, West Virginia Mountaineers. I could tell you real quick how much college football I watched when this season debuted. Week one of college football. I watched absolutely, this is 100% truthful, zero minutes. <laughs> Y'all don't believe me. You might not believe me. I did not watch a minute of college football this weekend. I, I don't know why some people find it so crazy that I'm not a huge college football guy. Look, in, in my world with, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father of five kids. They're still small kids, by the way. And I work two jobs. The one thing I'm not going to do is tie up my Saturdays and Sundays. When the Steelers start, my Sundays are tied up. I'm not doing that on Saturday, too. Don't have time for it. Didn't watch any of it. If you did, I'm sure you enjoyed some of the games. I did look at some scores. Looked like there were a lot of blowouts. That's why I don't like college football, typically. Uh, Some other news. Some players that were released by the Steelers have signed with new teams. Derek Tushka, Tuska, however you say his name. It doesn't matter anymore. He's not with the team. He was picked up by the Tennessee Titans. And Joe Haig, offensive lineman that was released by the Steelers, typically when they bring it, when they brought in uh, Jesse Davis, he has signed with the Cleveland Browns. So that's an interesting little caveat there. Other news to note, Malik Reed, the recent trade acquisition from the Denver Broncos, he elected or decided to or agreed to redo his contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers that drops his salary cap hit to about one just over one million dollars so didn't have to do that but he did uh so good news for the Steelers from the salary cap situation in case they have to make any more moves that's the news that is the news okay what I want to talk about in this show in the first half the first half of the show I'm dedicating to one position group one position group and it's the position group that everyone is talking about and rightfully so It's been the biggest concern on this football team for the last two years. It is a concern, and that is the offensive line. And I talked about on Friday, if you missed that podcast, you can go back and check it out, all about how when would the Steelers abandon the plan. And one of those things, one of the aspects of that show was about Pat Meyer and his scheme being a little bit different. At what point will the Steelers say, or could they say, or should they say, this isn't working? Not that you're going to get rid of the coach, but you got to change, you got to adjust. And so this one is, it's it's clear to me, the longer I think about this, that the Steelers need to start investing in the offensive line. <clears throat> For the sake of today, let's forget about the quarterback talk. I'm not talking about Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or even Mason Rudolph. I'm not talking about him. Forget the quarterback talk. I think we could all say, and I, I still can't believe I'm saying this, And we're all pretty comfortable with the quarterbacks that are on the roster. That we're all pretty comfortable with the three quarterbacks that I just named. That they could win games if given a line that can actually protect them. If given a running game because the line can protect or open up holes for the running backs. They could win with those quarterbacks. But can the line do their job? So we're going to forget about the quarterback talk. This offensive line needs addressed. It needs addressed in a big way. 
And when I mean in a big way, I'm talking about draft stock. Because the draft stock has gone elsewhere. It's gone elsewhere. They've drafted offensive linemen. But they haven't taken the offensive line and made it a priority. Free agent pickups, they're nice. I get that. You look at this past offseason, Mason Cole coming in, free agent acquisition. James Daniels, same. But that's not the answer in my opinion. The answer is you grow through the draft. Never once have I said that the Steelers should abandon the their philosophy of growing their team through the NFL draft, drafting players that you don't just have for four years, five years if it's a first-round pick, and then they're gone, players that you trust can get the job done, players that you look at and say, we want them here their entire career. And also with free agents, there's always a part of it that, in my opinion, this could be said about the two that just joined the team in free agency this past offseason, there's a part of me that says, man, those teams that they were just on, did they really want him back? Like, were the Bears clamoring to keep James Daniels? Were fans upset that he left? I could tell you who's not upset that they left were Minnesota Viking fans with Jesse Davis. They, they were, Miami Dolphin fans were celebrating. They were partying in the street when he left to go to Minnesota. Minnesota fans in only one preseason were ecstatic that he's gone. So I have to keep that in the back of my mind. So you have to build through the draft. You have to build through the draft. And this is what I'm talking about. It is time to start investing in the offensive line. We all say how horrible it is, but when you look at the logistics of the line, you can't really be upset about the line in and of itself based on how it's constructed. Everyone talks about Mike Munchak, and he was fantastic. I'm not here to say that Mike Munchak was not a really good offensive line coach. He was. He also had a really good line to work with. Look at what Pat Meyer has right now. Let's read it down from left to right. The expected These are the players that are expected to start. Left tackle Dan Moore Jr. He was a fourth-round pick in the 2021 draft. So you go to left guard, Kevin Dotson, a fourth-round pick in the 2020 NFL draft. You go to Mason Cole, he's a free agent pickup, but he was originally a third-round pick in the 2018 draft by Arizona. Go to James Daniels, free agent acquisition. He was a second-round pick in that 2018 draft by the Chicago Bears. Chooks Okorafor was a third-round pick in 2018. So let's look at the other linemen that are on the roster. You see more day-two picks and beyond. J.C. Hasnauer, undrafted rookie in 2020. Kendrick Green, we know, third-round pick 2021. Trent Scott, he was a free agent pickup, but he was an undrafted rookie in 2018. Jesse Davis was a trade acquisition. He was an undrafted free agent in 2015. So everyone wants to talk about the Mike Munchak era and how glorious it was, and he was so great. But let's look at what the line, let's look at the line he had to work with for the majority of his time in Pittsburgh. Yes, Alejandro Villanueva was undrafted. We know about his stint in the military. He was a free agent acquisition once Philadelphia cut him. He spent a year on the practice squad and worked. They turned him from a defensive lineman to an offensive lineman. It was a an unbelievable job getting a guy like that prepared and ready to play at a high level. But he was a free agent acquisition. Left guard Ramon Foster was an undrafted rookie out of Tennessee. Now you get to the center to the right. Marquise Pouncey, first-round pick, 2010. David DeCastro, first-round pick, 2012. Marcus Gilbert, second-round pick, 2011. Now, while the left side of the offensive line, that was that's far from a high-pedigree line, 
But it's clear the team invested heavily in that line during that time. Two first-round picks and a second-round pick. Look at what they have right now. You have two fourth-round picks and a third-round pick. That's as high a pedigree as you get. Two fourth-rounders and a third-rounder. Only one of those is a day-two pick, and that's third-rounder Chooks for. Kendrick Green was a third-round pick. That's it. And I'm not counting the free agent pickups because they weren't drafted by the Steelers. So I started to think to myself, you look at that line that everyone talks about with Munchak and how they invested heavily in that offensive line, and it paid off. It paid dividends for the Steelers. We're talking first and second round picks. So what I did is I went back and I was like, okay, when was the last time? You know, it's been a while. Look at where have they been spending these picks? Where have they been taking their first and second round picks? What positions? Well, let's look at this year's draft. Kenny Pickett round one, George Pickens round two. Let's go to 2021. First round, Najee Harris. Round two, Pat Fryermuth. All right, those are four straight round one and round two picks that are offensive players. 2020 draft, no first round pick. That was the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. And Chase Claypool was their first pick in round two. Again, another offensive player. The last five first and second round picks have been offensive players. 2019, Devin Bush. Second round, no pick. That was a trade with the Broncos. They gave that pick up to get Bush. 2018, Terrell Edmonds round one, James Washington in round two. 2017, Trent Jordan Watt, that's TJ Watt, and round two, Juju Smith-Schuster. 2016, Artie Burns round one, Sean Davis round two. You can see where I'm going with this. You you have to wait until you get to a third rounder before you see the draft capital spent on this current line. I, I understand where people get frustrated with the line, but the organization has not done what they need to do to replenish the talent after players like DeCastro, Pouncey, even Foster and Villanueva, when the writing was on the wall that they were leaving, they knew the end was near, they didn't do what they were supposed to and have the next player ready to go. You know, it, it begs the question, when will the team start to seriously invest valuable draft capital into the line? You know, logic will say that this should start in 2023, but we were some of us were saying the same thing in 2022, a year where they didn't address the line once in six picks. This past draft class, six selections, not one of them was on the offensive line. You know, they're slated to have the Steelers six picks in 2023. And you could always they could always try the free agency route to fill those holes, but I still honestly believe that the way to do it is through the NFL draft. That's the way you have to rebuild this thing. That's the only way. There's fans out there that are saying, I've obviously been a big proponent of Kenny Pickett being the guy from week one. And I stand by those comments. And there's a lot of people that disagree with me. And one of the people, I guess one of the arguments, we'll put it that way, one of the arguments that a lot of people use when they go against me and rebut what I'm saying is, with this offensive line, why would you put him out there? He's going to get killed. Well, my, my my return response is, when are you going to put him out there? If, if you're going to wait for the offensive line, when would Kenny Pickett ever see the field? When would, he, when would it be okay? When would you say, okay, the offensive line's good enough, let's get Kenny Pickett out there? Would it be in year three, year four of his rookie deal? You're going to have five years of this guy 
on a rookie contract unless they give him an extension before his fifth-year option, which has kind of been the growing trend. You want to win while you have the quarterback on that salary, on that contract. So for me, the Steelers can't wait on this anymore. They've pushed this off over and over again. They have spent draft picks on the offense. Not saying they haven't. You know, they the quarterback, running back, tight end, receivers, they've spent draft capital on the offense. They just have not spent it on the offensive line. And you're seeing now, for the last two seasons, now we hope that this current line can develop and gel. But if it doesn't, it's the last two years that the offense has kind of been undone by the offensive line. You would think, logic would tell you, that now is the time to start investing in the offensive line. Will it happen? I don't know. Some might say that that might be a little bit lofty expectations just because the organization just hasn't done it in a long time. But if not now, when? You have the offense in place. You just need the offensive line. It is time for them to start investing in that offensive line. It might not be all about the coach. It's important to have a good coach. But you got to have the hogs up front to get the job done. And right now, it doesn't look like they do. They need to start investing in that. All right, in the second half, we're going to be talking about the calm before the storm. Steeler season is right on our doorstep. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Steeler fans, welcome back to the second half of the Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. want to remind everybody, later this week, we're going to be doing a, a giveaway for the Homage Clothing Company. I've been pumping this up. If it has to roll into the second week, you know, with the Labor Day weekend, it's kind of crazy. I'm hoping to still do this, give away some swag. Uh, the, my contact at Homage has said, we can do it however they want. The person that wins, if they want a free shirt, free sweatshirt, or a gift card even, he goes, we can do whatever you want. It's probably going to be one of those social media things where you have to follow, 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 do all that stuff. I'll give you all those parameters hopefully later in the week. If it needs to go into week two before the Steelers' home opener, that's fine. But I do want to remind everyone that you can check out uh, on the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. If you scroll down, whether you're on a mobile device or whether you're on your desktop or your laptop, Scroll down, and you'll see a section called BTSC Apparel. Click on that. You can find all the shirts that we have helped promote, not just from Homage, but also from Breaking Tea. Some really cool designs, some really cool shirts. You can go in. You can see how you order, do all that stuff, and you can get yourself some fresh new gear before the 2022 season. We've got shirts from Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. Uh, the Homage stuff is more just Steelers general stuff although they do have some really cool hall of fame shirts i mentioned i have the jack lambert shirt uh they have one for troy palomalu and jerome bettis so check them out and i'll be giving them some more news on that and also this friday this friday folks the DraftKings parlay is going to be debuting right here on the let's ride podcast you have to get the DraftKings sportsbook app or you can go on your computer if you have if you live in a state that allows mobile sports gambling and you can actually place 
that bet on that three-leg parlay. I'm going to give you all that this Friday, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. should be a lot of fun. That's going to be a weekly segment during this Steelers season. All right, the Steelers season. I, I cannot believe that the Steelers season is coming up. Uh, it, it's a situation for me where when I look at this, you know, I wrote about this in my letter from the editor on Sunday. It, it Time flies. I don't care what you're doing, whether you have a family or not, time flies. And everyone says, well, time flies when you're having fun. Time flies if you're not having fun too. I, I'm going into year 16 as an educator. I still cannot fathom and get through my thick skull how somehow, some way, I've completed 15 years of edu- in education already. It seems like I was hired just yesterday. So time flies, and that's in all walks of life. But to me, it's especially true for the Steelers. Yeah, we cover the team pretty close here at BTSE, and that, that changes things for us because there's always like that next stepping stone. So the season ends, and then there's always more events on the horizon. Stepping stones to you get back on the game, back on the gridiron, you're watching games live. I mean, think about how the NFL, man, they're so smart. <laughs> how the NFL has become a year-long activity. The regular season, the, the NFL season is the shortest regular season of any sports league, professional sports league, and yet the longest offseason. And somehow, some way, the NFL has found a way to make sure that you are always glued in. They have made it. So there is only one month where there is no news. Only one month out of 12, and it is the shortest regular season in professional sports. So the regular season ends, and then the NFL draft preparation begins. People start checking out not just the playoffs, but the college football all-star games, the Senior Bowl and Mobile. Uh, You know, you talk about the NFLPA. They started a bowl game. Uh, There's all these different all-star games. And the East-West Shrine Bowl is another one. Then, right as you're getting ready and you're ready, okay, the NFL draft, then you kind of like, they throw you a curveball. Well, now the start of the new league year begins. And with the new league year and the tampering period, well, that's free agency. And you've got players, new faces and new places and big deals getting thrown out there. And it feels like a whirlwind. Now, that's typically a time when the Steelers are bystanders and they're just watching. Not this past year. You think about all the players that were obtained via free agency, Gunnar Olszewski, Mason Cole, uh, James Daniels, Mitch Trubisky, uh, Miles Boykin was a waiver claim, but still is a new face in a new place. I could go on, Miles Jack, all these players, these new faces, Larry Ogunjabi, I still can't say that guy's name clearly, Larry, as we call him on this podcast, all these players, it's crazy, it is a buzz. And then right as free agency starts to die down, there's multiple waves of free agency. Here comes the NFL scouting combine, and now we're back on the draft. And then here comes the NFL draft. It's the biggest event in this in the season, I think. I think the NFL draft is bigger than the regular season because in the NFL draft, everyone has an opinion, everyone has a prediction, and everyone has hope at the NFL draft doesn't matter if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars who finished with one win last year or two wins. If you have the first overall pick, you are glued in to see what kind of players the team is going to draft. So the NFL draft is the biggest event of the year. Once the draft's done, rookies come in, rookie minicamp. OTAs begin. Then you have mandatory minicamp. Then, right when you're thinking, okay, now there's that lull. There's that time where nothing's happening. 
And how are they going to keep any type of fan invested? Well, that's when the NFL schedule gets released. And everyone, even though every single opponent and location of where they play can be known for the foreseeable future unless they were to change the way that they make the schedule, every game except for, I believe, three games is already known. You could look up the Steelers' schedule in 2023 and know who they play and where except for three games. And yet it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal to find out where they play. Primetime games, uh, holiday games, like on Thanksgiving or this year, the Steelers play on Christmas Eve when they host the Raiders with that immaculate reception uh, anniversary. The NFL schedule release is one of those events. Then training camp begins, preseason, roster cuts, and then we're right back into the thing. And the one thing that I can't get out of my head is how all of that stuff that I just talked about in between the regular season ending and the regular season beginning, all of that stuff that I just talked about, you're always waiting for the games. Like It's all building up to the season, the draft, free agency, schedule release, training camp, doesn't matter. Everything is building up to the season. Then the season gets here, and it just flies by. It is just like in a blink of an eye, it's gone. It is gone. Even though they've gone to 17 games, it's just gone before you know it. And then that whole cycle starts over again. So the calm before the storm is here. The last weekend just passed. That is the last weekend without Steelers football outside of the bye week until at least January. We hope February, but at least January, the last weekend, the last week without Steelers football. I know what I'm going to do this year, folks. I am going to try and do my my best to enjoy this Steelers season. You know, there's been so much change and turnover within the team and the organization, and I think that you know this off season has been. If you just say it's eventful, it was been it's been an eventful off season. I think that's unbelievably understated. This off season was it was crazy. Some might call it chaotic. It was downright fun. The hope is that it all leads to a competitive 2022 season. The expectation is make the playoffs, make a run. That hasn't happened in a while. That remains the standard. But with so much change this offseason, to me, a competitive season ending in a playoff stint would be viewed as a massive success. A massive success. So at this point, we're on the cusp of the regular season. I always try and tell myself to just slow down. Take it all in and enjoy the process. Every single week, we all get wrapped up in the minutia of the season. You know, I, I know from a website standpoint, it goes from, okay, game on Sunday, Monday, recap, Tuesday, we're recapping, Wednesday, we start to look forward, we start turning the page to the next week, injury report, injury report Thursday, injury report Friday, Saturday's the day before the game, and here we go all over again. It is really easy to get so wrapped up in that, that oftentimes games feel like just a blip on the radar. We pour over the schedule and we look ahead. People are already looking at the bye week and when might Kenny Pickett start and primetime games. Well, not for me, not this year. My declaration right here and now is to take each game this season for what it's worth. Enjoy the season in its entirety, win, lose, or draw. Sure, I want the Steelers to win, but I also want to try and enjoy every single ounce of this 2022 season that's my goal 
That's my goal. This is the calm before the storm. And that storm, especially for those people that cover the team, and yes, we at Behind the Steel Curtain do cover the Steelers. We're not in the locker room. We're not asking Mike Tomlin questions at press conferences, but we are covering the Steelers. There are people that turn to us for their Steelers coverage, and we want to deliver in every facet, editorial, podcast side, you name it. And so with that, we have such a hyper focus on things that sometimes we don't enjoy the games anymore. We don't sit back and just say, you know what? This has been fantastic. This is great game. That's my goal this year. My goal this year is to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Don't look ahead so much. Take each game for what it's worth. And that starts next Sunday at 1 o'clock Eastern time kickoff and in Cincinnati. It used to be Paul Brown Stadium, but they actually got naming rights. I don't even know what the name of that stadium is in Cincinnati now, but the Steelers are going to be going on to play the Cincinnati Bengals week one. Yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting game. I'm going to say this, and I'll talk about this game more on Wednesday and obviously on Friday. Last year, if you rewind and go all the way back to last year, going into week one, remember that game. The week one game was at Buffalo. Everyone said, they, these guys are going to get smoked. They're going to get killed. The Steelers can't hang with the Bills, the high-powered offense. And what happened? The Steelers went into Buffalo, and they shocked the world. That defense stymied the Buffalo Bills. The Bills didn't know how to move the ball. They couldn't move the ball. Josh Allen played one of his worst games of the season. I'm sorry. I got that in the back of my head when I'm thinking about this week one game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Give the Steelers time to prep. Give them time to prepare. I like their chances, and that's exactly what they have coming up this week as they've had two weeks to plan for this game. The Cincinnati Bengals, by the way, who have beaten the Steelers in three straight contests. I think it's three. They swept them last year. Yeah, it's three straight contests. It's time. It's time for the Steelers to break that streak. That's not a good streak to have. But I'll tell you what. We are going to be with you every single step of the way. I ask every single one of you that are listening, if you haven't checked out other podcasts on our network, please do. You're not going to be disappointed whether it's some of the shows that I'm really starting to dig. I love the State of the Steelers, which is a weekend show. If you haven't checked that out with Daniel J., give it a listen. I love the morning lineup. You know that. I love what Yin's talking about at noon, the war room with Matty Peverell. Give these shows a listen, folks. Even the PM content, whether it's Know Your Enemy, the Steelers preview that I'm a part of, The Hangover with Brian Davis, Shannon White, and Tony Defio, The Scobro Show. It doesn't matter which one. I love all of our shows, and I think you will too. So make sure you give us a follow. Give us a listen. And if you have Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star. Give us a good review. We do appreciate it. It helps in the algorithm. And that is, it's important when it comes to getting our word out to everyone, all the Steeler Nation, not just those close to home. All right, that does it for me. I'll be back on Wednesday. I'm sure we'll have some news after the Mike Tomlin press conference on Tuesday. We'll be talking about that and more, getting you ready for this week one game. Hope you had a great weekend. I'll be back on Tuesday. Look out for that mailbag tweet on Tuesday. It's important. I'll be back on Wednesday. I forgot to say that, Wednesday. All right, folks, be safe, be kind, and God bless. See you Wednesday. Let's do it.